If you're looking for the most amazing podcast ever, well, this isn't it. You're listening to The Average Fellas Podcast, guaranteed to let you down and leave you unsatisfied. Hey, good morning. Welcome to another episode of The Average Fellas Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from... Uh, Manteca, California. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at these days. Uh, spending the holidays with my in-laws, and uh, it's been a been a good time. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you so much for subscribing, liking, rating, reviewing all the things that you do to make this podcast successful. I just want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart as the host uh, <laughs> and producer of the show. Also, I just want to say thank you so much for dropping by the website and taking a look. Uh, I know I've been watching the analytics, and I can tell when people are there uh, because I I know how to you know use Google. Google Analytics. Um, but once uh, once again, thank you so much for checking it out. If you haven't already gone by the website, check it out, www.averagefellows.com. If you're interested in getting some podcasting help, uh, consultations, or maybe some coaching, uh, check it out. I uh, offer some services there at that website. Maybe even an intro uh, or even some, uh, you know, some music. Maybe you want a custom podcast uh, song. I can do that for you as well. Check out our website, guys. Uh, once again, www.averagefellows.com. A little update on the licensing. I think I told you guys on Thursday, uh, everything's cool. I got the licensing all squared away now, so that's the great. That's the next update for the business. You know, If I'm trying to become a business podcast, I want to uh, grow in that space. And so the licensing's all checked out. The next step is uh, finishing up the bank account. And then we'll go from there with the coffee. All right. And those of you guys who are following that, you you guys know what's going on. So um, we'll keep you posted on the on the licensing and everything for the for the company. Um, anyways, today's episode is a really cool episode. I'm excited for this episode because um, this is sort of one of these things where I get to learn a lot of new things. But I also am really interested in the guest because uh, the guest happens to be a good friend of mine. Actually, was a student in my youth group when I was a part of a youth organization. I was doing some youth uh, youth ministry, uh, always been actively involved in the local church, so that's always been a, a passion of mine is just volunteering with the church. And today's guest happens to be a good friend of mine, Rich, a.k.a. Redwood Garcia from Surreal Fishing. What's going on, Rich? How are you, man? How's it going, boss? Doing good, doing good. Um, oh, man, what a morning. <laughs> Tell me about it, man. Did you get some coffee already? I tried. Um, it's actually on the pot right now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Man, I don't know. I think one of my filters backed up or something. It's not. It's not coming out right. I don't know what it is. <clears throat> oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's good. It's good to hear you, man. So. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good to hear you too, man. <laughs> long time, but it's uh, been a long time coming. I'm excited for this interview. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know how how long has it been. That's a good question. Oh man, I think um, I know it's been about two years that I've stopped doing the. I I stopped about a little over two years. I would say over two years ago, I I finished up with first part. Not that I finished up, but I uh, had to pursue some yeah. other things. My my wife came into my life, <laughs> and um, you know, yeah. No, I I think that's the point where I moved to Oregon too as well. That's what I noticed, yeah, man. I've seen you well. been all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Oh man, oh, that's goodness. awesome. 
Hey man, so let me, I just want to ask you some, some questions real quick. Um, so, uh, what is surreal fishing? Um, so it started off just, um, me, the basically a fishing page, um, where, um, all I do is I, <laughs> I like to fish. I go fishing probably about three times a week. Um, and it's a way for me to, uh, have a community, um, with other fishermen. Um, and it started off just as a hobby. Um, and, uh, me and my friend, uh, Isaiah, we started it, um, cause nothing much to do in this, in this area <laughs> besides fishing. Um, <laughs> um, and it, it kind of just took off man um it kind of just we just hit the ground running uh took a lot of pictures and just did a lot of fishing um and it slowly grew um and i don't know it just i don't know just took, we just it just hit the ground running man it just took off I, I, let me clarify uh, for the listeners um so what what we're talking about is a is an instagram account that that rich runs here uh how many followers do you guys have rich um, we're kind of settling right now at 6,000. Um, we used to have almost 10. We almost, we almost reached that 10,000 mark. Um, but, uh, one of my, my, actually my buddy, my, my partner, um, he had to go, he was going to police academy and I was going through things in my life and kind of slowly lost, you know, some of the, some of our, our grip, but, um, we're getting back. I want to. I want to be about. Uh, I want to be back at ten thousand by the summer. So. Wow, wow. So, I mean, your yeah. experience, your experience with Instagram, has that just kind of been like a ever-growing sort of like um, just knowledge? I guess I. I mean, I'm. I'm messing with Instagram too. Like uh, trying to. Yeah, no. There's definitely roadblocks that we we realize because we're we're hanging around probably about four to 500 people for about three to four months and I couldn't really figure it out. Um, and so all we did was we found that instead of sticking to this little area of Los Banos, we, we just looked up hashtag fishing, right? And went and just found a bunch of people. And if like they had like a, a very few little bit, of, little bit of likes, we were a quote unquote company and we, we liked their stuff. And they would follow us, and then we'd follow them back, you know, and it just grew. Um, at one point, you know, I'm on Instagram probably about a couple hours a day just going to people and, and uh, from all ages, liking their photos, and uh, fishermen, young, old, um, and they would obviously find interest in our page and follow us back. So it's kind of what our game plan was. We wanted to make it like it's community, like we're just average guys um, who like to fish, so... Wow. That's really cool, man. That is really cool. So, uh, so, you know, we're just, we're talking about the Instagram, uh, obviously. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do this podcast thing and I'm thinking like, man, who do I know who has some experience in Instagram? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Rich over here with this, with this 5,000 plus followers on this fishing. <laughs> I was like, I got to call my boy real quick. See what's up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> but I really I wanted to kind of dig a little deeper into this because this I mean obviously you know learning about some of the stuff that experience that you have with Instagram is going to be cool but I I really wanted mm-hmm. to like you know one of the things that I've been trying to do is connect my passion with my job you know trying to connect what I love to do 
uh, also and make a living and also, you know, chase a passion. And I was really inspired by you, really, even though you're younger than me, even though you were in my youth group at one point, like it was really inspired that you just sort of went for it. You found something that you like. And, you know, I'm seeing you have some success in it. And I'm thinking, like, yeah. wow, I need to ask this guy some questions. He learned something really young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did pay for some marketing um, at one point. I think we paid, uh, I forget the grand total. Um, but we had a few giveaways. And how that worked was um, we basically, once we had about, I think I think once we reached a thousand followers, we had a giveaway, um, and it was it consisted of uh, one of our shirts that we made, um, and then a fishing tackle box that had different um, things that we like to use. Um, it was a fun thing to do, and then people what they did was if they followed us, if they followed us, tagged us, and tagged three of their friends, and I, I forget what the other step was, um, they get entered into a drawing to win this, and so that obviously built hype as well. Um, and then we used uh, the money from selling shirts because we have our logos and, um, and we made black and white t-shirts. Um, we paid for um, uh, Instagram marketing, which also helped as well. Um, and because you're actually reaching real people, not just like fake bots, right. you know? <laughs> right. No, I totally get it, man. For reals. <laughs> so yeah. what's, what's that like yeah. when a fisherman collides with, you know, the internet and they're dealing with fake bots? <laughs> that's, a, that's a world you never thought about, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. There are pages where you look and it's they're paying for the bots, you know? Yeah. Like they're paying for the following. Uh instead of paying for marketing, they're actually somehow I don't even I don't even know how they're doing it, but like they're buying there's like things you can do, like it's like apps or something where you can buy fake followers. It's weird. Yeah. No, a lot I... of music artists actually start have been have been doing that, you know. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> oh man, that's terrible. I no, I, I've seen it. You know, I totally see it too. I mean, sometimes you can get, you can go end up on an Instagram account somewhere, and you clearly can tell that it's fake. You know, you're like, wow, mm -hmm. there is somebody, nobody's living there. It's just a bunch of copy and pasted stuff. You know. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So I wonder, I want to uh, maybe dig a little deeper about the about the the subject matter. You know, we're talking about Instagram, but I really want to talk about uh, what I, I wanted to highlight is what really inspired you to start surreal fishing gotcha um well so at the time me um and my buddy isaiah we were both working security for for morningstar um here in town tomato company um and we'd always get off work and like dude there's, there's nothing to do here it's central valley there's absolutely nothing to do here um but we both realized that, you know what, we like fishing. Uh, that's something that we both enjoy doing and we'll never complain about doing. Um, and so we kind of joined forces <laughs> and um, we uh, basically just, we made it a point, okay, every weekend we're going fishing, right? Because mm -hmm. um, the biggest problem for fishermen is that they love fishing, but they never make time to do their passion, right? They just never, I don't know what it is. Um, and so we were like, no, we're doing it, you know, hell or high water, we're going. Right. We're making a point to, to do it. Um, and uh, so we start, you know, we're and and it's great because now I have a buddy, we have a partner, 
um, and we start seeing everyone else blowing up. We start seeing people on, on, on YouTube that we enjoy watching to find, you know, ideas on, on, on um, like, certain techniques to use. We're like, well, we're going to start this up, you know? Um, let's just let's just start up a, a fishing page. Um, you know, so we start recording ourselves. We buy GoPros. We buy cameras, you know, and we're all into it. Um, but we didn't have a name. It started off um, actually called Outdoor Outdoor Addictions. Um, that's I think I remember that. And that lasted. Yeah, that's that was when we had about I think a thousand to fifteen hundred followers. Um, and I think we might have still had some posts on our our, our fishing page, but uh, and uh, we're we're kind of sitting down one night. We're we're talking about the page. We're gonna go do another. Um, we're actually getting sending uh, getting sent inventory from uh one of our our sponsors. Um, and we're thinking about, you know, I kind of want to change the name. It's a little long. And we're like, we're two kind of weird guys, you know, like we're not, we're not, we're not normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we're, we didn't want to call it like weirdo fishing, you know, it sounds yeah. awkward. Um, or like, <laughs> and so we we're looking up synonyms for, you know, um, out of the ordinary and surreal came up and I was like, that's, that's the name surreal fishing. There it is. Yeah. Um, design the logo and then yeah the rest is history <laughs> dude that's awesome man that is super cool i really like that surreal fishing i think you got a lot this of literally life. started in... you ha- you've really oh, captured yeah. a, a a corner here because like when i want look at your instagram like it, there really is a community following you you know there really is a t- a group of yeah. people following you and when you said that you're out of the ordinary like you're you're not like every, you know you and your friend aren't like everybody else man like i relate to you a lot bro like i know what it, i mean like i see you guys fishing and stuff like and i see you wearing the work boots and i'm like yo i know where he's been you know what i'm saying like i i i just res it it reminds me yep. of me going fishing with my dad like seeing some of the pictures of you know you and your boys out there mm-hmm. fishing it just brings back a lot of memories. So it's like, I, I don't know. You've really been able to like the surreal fishing, your logo. I don't know. I'm really into it, bro. I, I'm just, I'm hoping that you guys continue to have success with it. You mentioned that you, um, that you have sponsors and that you guys are getting product from people. So on the business end of this, where did, when did, when did becoming, when did you start leveraging your audience for, you know, third party companies? Not, I mean, cause you're basically a content creator, you know, and you're out there fishing, doing your passion. And then the, the audience is a secondary party. And then there's a third party, which is the person who has mm-hmm. the, whatever it is, the, the reel or the, the hooks, the supplies. How did you go about navigating those business relationships? Like just getting into Instagram? Cause I know this is relatively new to some people. Yeah. Yeah, um, so it really kicked in when we started getting sponsors. Um, it really started kicking in when we hit about three, three thousand followers to four thousand. Um, that's when it really like people were hitting us up. <laughs> like it was, it was weird. Um, now obviously we we kept a, a presence on Instagram. We just that was what we did. Um, we both had access to the account. Um, so if I was, you know, it was my day off, I was probably on it. Or if Isaiah had a day off, you know, he was on it. Um, and there were a few companies that opened up and said, Hey, you know, we see you guys gaining traction. Um, and we, we're both kind of business minded. We're, you know, street kids. <laughs> so we can, we can, you know, we Respect can, uh, we can work out a deal. Respect the hustle. Uh, yeah. 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 We can, we can, we can, uh, we can strike a deal with some people and, 
Um, make a long story short, just knowing how to talk to people and know your worth goes a long way. Um, goes a lot. It just goes. It goes a long way. Um, and so when we're talking to them, basically what what we offered was if you send us uh, if you have you know let's and we did we got sent fishing poles reels um, we got sent lures um, and so when they would send us our product we do an unboxing video um, normally uh, or like we do it on our our story on on Instagram and then um, every time we use their product we tag it in a post um, now. Now this is the problem that you run into when when that when you're getting product people. Uh, one of our sponsors, I, I can't really say the name, <laughs> but uh, one of our, our past sponsors, they actually got um, they got they went bankrupt for for lawsuits because for a fraud. Oh wow! <laughs> um, so we had a we had to very quickly uh, get out of that game because uh, we I did not want our name attached to that at right. all. You know. Um, but those ups and downs. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, no. Exactly. Uh, especially through the World Wide Web. You know? It's just you don't really have face-to-face handshakes. It's more just words on a fake internet platform. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it's a hundred percent, man. I I totally agree with you. But that's why I wanted. To, that's why I wanted to chat with you because, like, I feel I feel like you're trying to conduct business yeah. over the internet. You know, you're trying to do it. You know, long distance. Um, and and it's really like it's if man to think about working a regular nine to five, like at McDonald's and then thinking about what if I can somehow conduct business online where there's way more opportunities, but learning those, you know, how to navigate that, yeah. how, like you said, know your worth, how do you strike a deal? You know, cause there's no real handshakes on the online, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, um, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was saying like, it, like for me, like uh, even in my normal jobs, like I work construction also, um, I, <laughs> I know, I just know that I'm worth, I, I know what I bring to the table, you know what I mean? Like just having that in my head and my mindset, like, Hey, this is what I bring to the table and I'm not asking too much for what I'm asking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm in the bounds because I know what I'm worth. And so... I, that's why I tell all our sponsors. Um, I, you know, I just say like, we're normal guys. That, um, we're not gonna cheat. We're not gonna steal from you. We're not gonna do any of that. Um, and your and your the content will will be made. You know, it it'll be made. Um, and whatever you guys want us to do, we'll do, as long as there's not some shady stuff going on in the background. Right. You know, right. Which has happened. But, uh, Oof. The business. Yeah. <laughs> business. Yeah. It's it's it's. it's, it's it's different. <laughs> so, uh, can you, what is what is one of your favorite parts about managing um, this Instagram surreal fishing? I know, like you said, you mentioned the community. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, it's just. I, I guess for me, it's not so much about the Instagram. It's about what I'm doing when I'm not on Instagram. When I'm actually fishing, when I'm actually doing. What I because I think a lot thing a lot of people think I think the thing that a lot of people miss is that they do stuff for the gram. I don't do stuff for the gram. I do it because I enjoy doing it. And, mm-hmm. and then if people enjoy it when I post on the gram, that's cool. But I find more enjoyment 
when I actually do the thing, and then because you'll 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 see it if you're actually enjoying what you're doing, and then you're posting it, people will see the enjoyment. You know? Yeah, it's real. You're right. That make, instead, yeah, instead of just a fake cookie cutter. Oh, look it. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of fishing trips. There's a lot of fishing trips. I don't take my camera because I want to be in the moment. You know? Yeah. Um. So I guess I guess to answer that question, my favorite part of managing Instagram is actually, well, obviously getting the content. Um, I love striking and getting getting new fish and fighting it for two hours. You know, um, love doing that, and I like talking to the people. Um, I get uh, messages all the time, people asking for advice on um, fish patterns, on you know, getting down to actual science on on fishing, like how to. Um, what lures would work in different circumstances, you know, like, I don't know, just, I'm just an average guy. That <laughs> <So I laughs> hey, to have, happens to like this. So. It's the Average Fells Podcast, man. That's all, we don't expect any more or any less, man. Average <laughs> Fells Podcast. Hey, uh, I, I, I really like what you said. I want, I'm probably going to make that the highlight clip for the, for the gram, man, where you said, I don't do it for the gram. I do it because I like it, right? You you made you dropped some knowledge bombs and I really I'm gonna, I'm gonna highlight that bro that was that was tight. <laughs> um, and so moving moving on to the next question here. Um, so you you talked about you know like you know sharing and uh, telling people like what rigs to use or you know sharing uh, information with them, sort of being mm-hmm. a, a bit of a, you know a resource to you know give them knowledge about fishing. Uh, but what is your favorite part about fishing? Ooh. Oh man. Well, I guess that, man, it takes me back for me. There's only two things that are, that let me escape the world. Like seriously, there's only two things and it's music. Well, three things, music, um, getting in touch with the people of God and going to church. Um, and then, and then fishing. Um, and some of the oldest memories I have are with my dad fishing, you know, and um, I, I remember we go to Mick Alpine, which is right there by uh, San Mar- uh, San Juan Batista, um, and it's a sure catch place. And he took me, I had my little pole, and he threw, you know, he threw it in. <laughs> and uh, I, know I caught my first trout, right? And ever since then, just the adrenaline rush from catching a fish, it, it releases healthy um, endorphins in your brain. Yeah. Um, and so I chase that feeling of, of striking that fish. I don't care how small it is, how big it is. Um, just that, it's just a great feeling. And then I get to acknowledge that God made this creature. It's beautiful. And either put it back in the water or take it home to eat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, uh, I just think they're really cool. I, I, I enjoy, like, one of my favorite places to go, favorite places on face of the earth is Monterey Bay Aquarium. Yeah. Um, it, it's like I love looking at fish, fish and reptiles are my favorite. Um, and so my, but my favorite, my favorite part about fishing is a strike catching the fish, but also, um, there's a lot of times where I just have my pole in the water, I sit and just watch and just be in the moment and just, I, there's a lot of times I don't catch fish, but I'm just there, you know, in my, in my chair just watching the sunset or something, you know, it's just, it's a very healthy way to get away from all the garbage, yeah, <laughs> you know, from the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. 
exactly. Oh man, that's funny. So, um, you know, you mentioned some of your favorite places to fish. I know one of my earliest memories of catching a fish is, uh, um, is actually San Luis Reservoir. <laughs> that's what was the classic go-to spot for my dad. It's <laughs> taking us to San Luis, but I remember catching my first fish there. Um, but like you said, that adrenaline rush, man, it is, it is true. It is, it, it is an adrenaline rush when you catch, when you mm-hmm. catch a fish. Hey, um, so what, t- speaking of catching a fish, mm-hmm. what type of rig is your favorite to use? Oh man, that's tough. That's tough. Um, I'll give you three because it's hard for me to pick. Um, my favorite lure of all time. I mean, I will promote this till the day I die is, uh, the Castmaster. Um, I'm, it's the most simplest little lure, but it works. It, it works for everything. Catches every species. Um, one of the best. Um, I like using Texas rig with a soft plastic, uh, number six, um, hook. Uh, and then the old and my favorite, my other rig, because I do a lot of catfishing, um, is you get a little baby sock, <laughs> literally a little baby sock. Um, you put chicken liver or whatever you want in there. Um, Bayou's chicken liver, a fat, a huge um, uh, treble hook, and that's and you tie that onto your your fishing line and wow. uh, throw in the water, and that's the best best thing you can use for catfish. Wow, best thing. Oh my um, gosh, man, that is so yeah. gnarly. I need to try that. Wow, it, it works. <laughs> so okay, um, so I wanted to... my mom would get mad because I steal my. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's pretty good. <laughs> no, yeah, I steal. My mom would get really mad because I steal my little brother's baby socks, and he only had like one sock. He has so many pairs of just one sock, and I'm like, oops. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Oh man, that's oh. funny, man. That's funny. Hey, so you said that sometimes you take them home to cook. Um, what's your favorite fish mm-hmm. to cook? Uh, trout, hands down. Um, they taste clean. They uh, they don't eat a lot of garbage like bass and other things do. Um, they're just a very clean fish, um, and they taste great. Now, if I could, I mean, salmon would be <laughs> the next one, um, and sturgeon. Sturgeon is delicious. Wow. Um, it's weird. Sturgeon. Sturgeon is like a cross between fish and pork. It's it's like white meat fish, but it, it's very firm. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Good stuff. Have you tried shark yet? I haven't tried shark yet. Um, uh, tried lemon shark and what was the other one? I forget. Yeah, they're actually it's actually yeah sturgeon is a lot of the same consistency as shark actually. It's very that, similar. That's what I was thinking about right now. Yeah. I one time yeah. I caught a yeah. I caught this. Um, this monkey-faced eel is what the guy called it. <laughs> I was uh, fishing off the San Francisco. Um, I was like re- literally right under the Golden Gate Bridge. There's a little dock that I was fishing off of, and I could just look up and look at the Golden Gate Bridge. And I pulled up this eel that was probably about three feet long, mm-hmm. and this guy comes up to me. I, I think he was – I'm not sure whether or not he spent the night there or not, but – uh, man, he definitely reeked on a whole nother level. <laughs> he's like, he's like, that's a monkey face deal. <laughs> and I was like, do you want it, dude? You could take it. He's like, yeah. 
so he took it off my hands but it was like this it was literally like this three foot eel that i caught um man that was a crazy and that thing wrestled me man it fought for like 30 minutes it took me a while that was the longest ever took me to real real i caught i think that i caught a 16 uh i, I caught a uh I'm trying to remember how big it was. I, I caught a pretty good catfish, but this eel was the biggest thing I'd ever caught. And it put up a fight, dude. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had to, you know, what was the strangest thing you've ever reeled in? Oh, um, actually it's, it's not the same, but it's similar. Um, the lamprey, um, uh, for people that don't know what a lamprey is, uh, basically it is an eel, but it has a suction cup mouth that has a bunch of teeth in it. Um, they, they look gross, man. They're nasty. Oh um, my gosh. And I was, yeah, I was, I, I was throwing out some bait and I reel it in and that thing was stuck to my bait. It, it was the most grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. It, it literally, it literally looks like, um, like a, a giant slug and it has two eyes. Um, and the suction cup mouth has a bunch of teeth. And so what it does is it latches onto fish and basically takes a bite out of them while they're still swimming and alive. And then when it gets full, it lets go and find another victim. It's, it's gross. It's a nasty fish. Um, nice. <laughs> they're all over Oregon, too. They're all over Oregon. So, I don't even want to be in the water. Like, you know? <laughs> so what do you recommend for beginners uh, who you know, beginners that want to get into hoppy fishing. Yeah. Um, it, fishing is one of the simplest things to get into really. It, it honestly is. Um, doesn't cost much. I mean, literally for 60 bucks, you can have everything you need for an outing, you know, well, also your fishing license. Everyone get their fishing license, but, um, I mean, you get a pole, um, lightweight to medium action. Um, any reel will do. I usually use for the average fishing, uh, like I use um, either 5 to 12-pound test line. That will get you by. Um, and there's an assortment of lures. I, like cast masters are pretty cheap. Um, um, basically, anything that has shine or that looks like um minnows you know that have like gold or silver or blue yeah um shad color um that works the best because fish will get used to s certain types of bait right um but if they get used to like silvers blues and and, and golds they'll die and the reason the reason that re reason being is because that is their natural their natural uh, bait, their natural um, food looks like that. Right, right. So they can't get used to that. Or they'll, they'll die. You know? <laughs> so any, I try to tell people stick to things that are 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 in that that color shade. Um, you know, it's just it's just a good all. Oh yeah, silver, gold, and blue. Um, those are wow. normally always sure hitters. For um, sure. You know, but there's so there's so many different facets. Um, and fishing fishing is almost like you know, you get your first car, right? And you, you know, people get like a Honda or something and, you know, you start figuring out how to drive and you start getting your own money and then you start investing and you, you'll get something else like a new rig, you know? Yeah. Um, very similar. Um, but I don't, I don't expect 
if people are thinking to go out there and, and drop like 300 bucks on new gear, it's pointless because it's better to learn how to fish on the cheap stuff first and then invest in getting something right. instead of going all out and then step with a bunch of stuff you don't know how to use. You know? um, so, anyway. <laughs> what, I mean, I've, what are your thoughts on River Monsters? Have you seen that show? Oh yeah, I love that show. That's one of my favorites. Dude, that's one of my favorites too. Every time I, I watch it, I always want to go out and catch a fish. Yeah, exactly. I, man, I wish I had that guy's job. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Hey man, you're working That'd towards so it. Cool. You're working towards it though. It's cool. Yeah, that'd be great. I wish. One day I'll get there, man. One yeah. day. <laughs> hey, uh so... One day, one day. I'll hit him up like, hey, uh, you need a partner? <laughs> Um, so oh, yeah. I know, I know fishermen don't like to give out any of their secret spots, but I know the central Valley, like the area that we're from, there are tons of places, uh, yeah. for, for maybe for the average fisherman, yeah. the, the, the hobby fishermen, not the sea. I know there's, there's a difference because there's like fishermen and those are the guys who like love and follow your page. Mm-hmm. And then there's like fishermen like me who like, I, I yeah. like, I really enjoy it mostly because of the pictures, but also because I know you and I'm a fan of just like, you know, like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, my homeboy's doing some sick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> So do you have um, do you, so like some spots, right? Yeah, uh, basically any, any a good spot for for you know oh. for hobbyist fishermen that might you know be able to go have a good time and not you know it's not like you're giving away like your secret spot, but you know what you'd recommend. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a few good spots actually not too far from Los Banos. Um, basically the 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 twins. I heard the twins. It's it's canals that are outside in uh, in DP Dos Palos. Um, and if you look on Google Maps, you can see because there's two canals that run side by side next to each other. Um, they call them the twins. Um, great spot. I mean, some of the biggest stri- um, sorry, some of the biggest striper ever caught or were out of there. Um, it's just all around good spot. Um, uh, what's that place called? Oh shoot. Um, even the Four Bay, but the the more eastern side of it, right? The one that's close the the side that's closer to Santa Mela. Yeah. Um, Basically, when you get inside, you drive, in, you drive inside. I usually go night fishing there. That's when it's the best. Um, and you go down, and there's a sandy beach. And uh, I just throw it out there and bring a couple buddies, lawn chairs, and we just go chill out there and a lot of catfish and stuff. But the four bay and then the twins, the twins uh, canals out in DP, are, that's like the average spot if I'm going with my friends. And, yeah. you know, we all want to get together. That's where we go on those two spots. Yeah, man. I mean, I think the Central Valley for those local people out there, you know who I'm talking about. Like, there's just there's just something about fishing at a canal that's just fun, you know. I don't know. It brings back a lot of memories. My dad showed me how to do it. You know, we always go to Delta Mendota. It was like one of the first places I I fished when I was a kid. Yeah. Um. So, can you share how? You know, like you you mentioned, it was probably around three thousand followers when you said you started getting approached on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for yourself, what what was it? When did Instagram turn into a business for you? Hmm. Um, to be quite honest, I wish I was more active on it. Just with all this. COVID. <laughs> yeah, I know this year's been you know, some nice. But uh, <laughs> a lot of life changing. 
yeah it's i've moved all across the country it's been crazy um but i guess from for as far as the business side of it um i wish hmm i don't know if this is gonna answer your question um I wish I was more avid on it. I wish I was more act, like more active, you know. Right, right, right. Um, and I hope to be like I'm gonna have shirts coming out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, starting next year, um, I'm having um heavyweight, uh, black and white T-shirts with the logo on them, um, hats, um, I think beanies, hoodies. Cause I uh when we're at when we're at three thousand, it was kind of like a we were kind of peaked. And I'm like, I'm not satisfied with it. Then we came out with the shirts, right? Yeah. And then we started hitting, you know, eight to 7,000, you know, like we're, you know, and we had, I think the highest we ever got was 9,800 and something. Mm -hmm. And I was going to do a huge giveaway for 10,000, but then life happens. We both, both, things were both happening to both me and my friend Isaiah. And yeah. it's just, we had, we lost, we lost touch of it. Um, unfortunately, um, but when we had three, I remember that when we had about 3,000, 4,000 people, it, we kind of peaked and I wanted to expand business. So what I did was I, I came up with the logo and we uh, made shirts um, that really picked up some hype, you know, got people involved. Um, I guess the biggest thing, getting people involved, like, like they're a part of your page. Yeah. You know, like we, like we shout out random, like, like random 18 year olds, like when they're like, Oh yeah. Like we we're talking to them. You're, oh, we see what you're doing. You're making lures. That's awesome. Like, hey, we'll give you a shout out, right? And we shout them out, and then they're like, oh shoot, a brand just shout us out. Yeah. Here, let, let me let me go to my boys and tell them to follow them. It it worked every time, and wow. um and we weren't like con. We actually cared about like it's cool seeing a young a young dude like instead of doing drugs or or smoking or whatever, you know, he's out making lures and trying to make money. Like that's cool. He's getting um, into I respect a, that. A, I respect a, that a hobby, a craft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, that's yeah, like that's 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 awesome, dude. There's out there people, like there's people out selling drugs. This kid's over here making making lures and fish and stuff. You know, like that's that's awesome. I respect that, dude. For reals, man. If <laughs> if you could actually, that's the one thing that I thought about. So I was thinking like myself, like man, if if I can somehow you know do something that I love, but also you know somehow create business out of it um and make a living eventually that that's what i want to do you know so um and for me is i guess like you know podcasting just kind of came second nature for me i was like oh gosh i love being on a microphone so give me a mic <laughs> um yeah there you go so what what is your advice for the hustlers and the entrepreneurs using Instagram as a, you said that you, you know, you and your friend Isaiah, you grew up, you know, street kids. And I, I can, I, you know, I'm, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a street kid, but I do know the hustle of hard work. And I know that you and I shared some, you know, construction history. Uh, I grew up doing construction with my dad, um, similar yeah. to you. So I, I, I know what it means to, you know, to sweat and to break your back for a dollar. And so like, I, I, I just, you know, wanted to catch, you know, your advice, get some of your, your perspectives, uh, for, you know, the hustle for the entrepreneur, um, those people out there that are starting up something and maybe even starting with Instagram. Um, Instagram is an awesome platform. I don't know how long it's going to be a good platform, yeah. but it's good right now. Um, I, I guess, I guess it's just being active and like 
for example, my niche my niche was fishing, right? Um, if someone doesn't enjoy what they do, don't do it. Right, just plain and simple. Uh, that's that's the rule number one. If if you don't if you're not passionate about what you're doing, um, find someone else. You know, I'll just be very blunt. But if you enjoy what you're doing, now you want to start making money off what you're doing. Um, now you got to take that to a whole other level, you know. Um, and for me, it was, you know what? Instead of trying to convince people to follow my page that don't like fishing, I'm gonna find people that enjoy it and are just crazy and fanatic about it as me, and I'm gonna look them up. Like hash using hashtag is most the smartest business tool yeah. that anyone who's an entrepreneur entrepreneur on Instagram should use. It, it takes 10 minutes. You type in uh, a hashtag and just find people um, and just send a like, let, do a comment. You know, um, yeah. if someone's trying to turn their stuff into a business, you know, because think about it, if you're going to work at a, a nine to five job, right, you're going to spend hours at job investing in someone else's business, someone else's idea, and you're probably not enjoying it, right? Yeah. So for your own business, you should be hustling 10 times more. I'm speaking to myself on this as well. Um, you know, like think about, okay, I'm going to spend two hours a day just finding people that I could follow or I'm commenting or I'm or I'm uh, making my page look better, you know, like invest in yourself, you know, don't, don't just think like, well, I'll just, maybe people will follow me because they won't. Yeah. <laughs> they, they won't. Um, you gotta be active and trying to get that. You, know? you, you said invest in yourself and then you said spend some time making your page look good. So for you, was there ever yeah. a point in time where you're like, hold on a second, how I take a picture, uh, kind of matters and like like not as far as like you know the clarity of it but like you know putting the fish in the entire picture you know getting the entire fish in the picture you know like demonstrating that like hey this is what I'm out here doing and when you take a picture of you holding up the fish in a particular way like does that come to mind um, when you talk about you know like making your page look better oh yeah it does um, but I think for the most part like a big part of it, because what are, what's the first thing people do when they go to a page, right? Um, oh, sorry, I'm receiving a call. <laughs> uh, sorry, bud. Um, well, the first thing someone does when they um, go to your page is they read your bio. Very first thing, normally. Um, they look at the first few letters. Our original page was Outdoor Addictions, and the logo was really cool, and I, and I liked the name. It was too long. It didn't roll off the tongue right. And the logo was there's a lot going on, right? And so, what, what did we do? We fixed that problem. We made a simpler logo that looks dope, and we simplified our our um, our bio so it's more straightforward. Yeah. So now, now the actual pictures, um, I just I just go with the flow. If I if there's a good picture that I liked, then I, I post it. You know, I'll try. I'll and I think the um. What's the, the the caption is kind of important as well, you know. Um, there's yeah. times where we'll shout out veterans, you know, and you know um, we're very pro America. <laughs> um, and uh, we actually get there's one guy. Um, he, he's um oh, what's his name? I think his name's Dan, but it's uh, uh oh, it's like fishing for PTSD or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked talked to him a lot actually. Um, and uh, he's just a a veteran, um, and he's doing the same thing. He's on his grind. He's 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 uh, 
retired vet. He's retired vet. He loves to fish, and that's what he does too. He just fishes and and such. Um, but uh, I'm gonna have to check out his Instagram. Yeah, man. Sorry, that's that was awesome. Long. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool guy. Um, but I think yeah, number one is how how your picture is obviously your profile picture, your bio, and then uh, when it comes to posting, I don't think it really matters. Like um, for me, it really doesn't. If I like a picture, I'm gonna post it. You know. Yeah. Um, I do spend some time and actually think about the caption. I, you know, I spend some time and think about what that, I want my viewers to. Read, that makes a lot know? of sense to me. I, I so you know that that means that that puts a lot of things in perspective because I've done things where like I've seen a picture and I was like, man, that looks like that's the most that's the worst picture ever. You know, and like it gets it got like you know ten likes or something, and then the best picture I've ever taken only got like one, and I was like, what the heck? You know, so it's like I think it's just a, a matter yeah, of perspective. You know, like maybe I just don't understand how Instagram. I mean trying to understand how people interface like how people look at your instagram is really strange i don't know it's just a weird it's a whole new thought process that i didn't really understand that's why i wanted to kind of ask you questions about it see what your thoughts were well, well there's a big thing there's a big thing right and i don't mean any disrespect to anyone but mm. people are lazy <laughs> yeah it's just putting it out there and people are lazy and um and we're all lazy at some points in times right Especially when it comes to social media, <clears throat> it's the world of fast, quick, boom. I like things, or I love them. You know, it's just very boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Um, and so, for me, it's trying to figure out what, like for example, if I'm going to my camera roll and I see that picture, it, how I pick my photos normally is I'll go through it. And I'm like, oh, that's the one. Out of all these other ones I took, that's the one that that will will get people. Because I know what fishermen think, right? Yeah. You, you want to get in the mind of your audience, right? Um, like, don't just like it because you're in the photo. Right. <laughs> like it because, of, you know, the background, <laughs> whatever it is, you know. Um, like, you got to get in the mind of – I even ask people before I even post. Like, I ask my, my, my cousins or someone like, hey, you like this picture? Like, oh, that's bad. Like, all right, cool. We're good. I'm going to post it. Right. You know? Okay. Um, that makes a lot of like sense, too. third-party – no, I really, that's yeah. smart. That's, I do the yeah. same thing too. I'm always bugging my wife about it. I'm like, Hey, take a look at this, read this real quick. What does this look like to you? And she's like, Oh my God, I had yep. enough of it. <laughs> um, so, Hey man, we're hitting that 45 minute mark here. And, uh, I mean, I've been enjoying this interview. I think, uh, it's just been, it's been fun. Uh, I really wanted to get to this last question here before we get to the sign off. What does surreal fishing look like 10 years from now? Hopefully it looks like me retired in the mountains. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, in all seriousness, um, I just I don't think I would ever retire from it. Um, I, my big plan though is to make enough money and have enough followers to where I could travel the country and fish, you know, and have an RV and just go. Um, and even I want to put on clinics. Hopefully, where like, you know. If, uh, like underprivileged, underprivileged youth, you know, where wow. it gets them away from that. I know, cause I know for me, like it, fishing and and basketball, but fishing was a big escape from all the garbage yeah. and all the drugs and gang stuff that was going on here. Um, and so, I I do eventually, I hopefully, Lord willing, I I'll start a uh, a program to where um, I can bring 
youth like from different let's just say like the bay area you know yeah i have a tour bus or something a bus or a, something and we meet up and that's what we do um we can probably get involved with churches you know that's just one idea um yeah but um always always just doing and documenting what i love man and if uh Hopefully people enjoy it, you know. <laughs> Dude, that's actually a really good idea. Um, I think you I think you have a really good idea there, man, and I, I, I really hope wish you success with that. Keep working towards that goal, man. Never let that out of your mind's eye. That goal that you have to help those people. Um, reaching back out to the community is always a good way to to I wanna say follow in the path of a career, you know, trying to help others. Um being in the service of others is always a good way to just spend your life, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. Hey, Richie, man, I'm, I call you Richie though. Cause I've known you as Richie, not rich. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, fine. that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Oh man. I'm, I'm so glad you're able to take no, the call. No, you're good, today. man. Richie's fine. Richie. <laughs> I'm so glad you took the call. Yeah, today, no, man. thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, man. So it's good to catch yeah. up with you, bro. No, I appreciate it, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got the chat today. And um, hey, I just wanted, to, I wanted to ask you real, uh, real quick for um, when we do the shout outs right now, go ahead and just speak clearly and uh, shout out whoever you want. Shout out, all, um, you know, anybody you want, and uh, let us know. Let the listeners know where we can find you, your Instagrams and all those stuff, like all your handles. Let us know where we can find you. And um, yeah, man, thanks for being here. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I would definitely like to shout out my dad. Um, I mean, taught me everything I knew. Um, shout out my mom. <laughs> you know, um, I also like shout out my boy Izzy. Um, he's out here doing his music thing, and I wish him luck. And uh, you know, listeners, check him out. Um, and uh, last person, uh, very um, de- you know, instrumental to my growth when I moved to Oregon. Um, well, my boy Carson Smith. Um, I wish him well, and and where uh, uh, you guys can find me, um, but obviously um, at surreal underscore fishing on Instagram. Um, if you'd like to follow my personal account, it's uh, Richie underscore Rich underscore one four one four, and I also have uh, Snapchat. So and that was uh, Richie Rich one word dash four zero eight. Um, and uh, I'm on Facebook as well, Richard Garcia. Um, anyone wants to tune in and, and see what I'm up to. So. Awesome, man. Awesome. Hey, Rich, uh, once again, I just want to say thank you so much for being here today and joining the call with us. Uh, those of you guys listening, thank you for listening to this episode of the Average Fells Podcast. Once again, uh, that was Rich with Surreal Fishing. Thank you for being here, my guy. Um, hey, um, don't be afraid to leave us a rating, a review, a like, a subscribe, anything out there, listeners. It helps us rank up in the directories. When we rank up, our partners like Rich rank up as well because then more people hear his story, more people uh, get to follow Surreal Fishing when we rank up in our directories. So um, thanks for helping out, guys. Thank you so much for doing all those all those good things. And check out our website, www.averagefellows.com. Once again, I'm your host, Odie Zach. Peace and love.